All right, and welcome to Everyone's a Critic. I'm your host, Johnny Gill, with my co-host, Sean Ellis. Sean, say what's up to the people. What's up, everybody? All right, man, episode 163. We're going to go ahead and recap uh, last week. Last week was interesting. Uh, you know, we had a uh, doubleheader Wednesday and uh, and Thursday. Uh, yeah. Some playoff implications uh, came along with that, and, you know, some seedings got shook up, and a lot of things happened. But let's start with the first game. We had the Bullets versus Team Chosen. Uh, Team Chosen was able to get the victory 79-69 to um, in what some might say was an upset. Um, yeah. I'm not quite sure if I'm going to go that far because uh, beforehand, I, I did mention in our last podcast that I was going to pick the Bullets, but I was going to err on the side of caution because... This is not the same team. Clearly, this is not the same team. They've made some upgrades. They've gotten better, and and it showed. And the bullets have been ailing, and they've been they've been struggling in the last couple of weeks. So, uh, Team Joe was able to get the job done. They won by ten. Uh, Darius once again led the way. He was the catalyst uh, with twenty five and five. Uh, shot the ball very well from the field. He actually hit some threes, um, and he just led the way, man. I mean, they they're. They're a young, scrappy team, and I think they're they're super hungry right now, and they they put the league on notice. Yeah, yeah, they're um uh, they're gonna be a problem because as it is now, they're four and three when they they got the squad one coming up this week. Mm-hmm. Um, they, they are pretty every facet of the game. They don't they don't necessarily have a, a weakness per se. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I guess you could say they don't have a lot of outside shooting if you want to just have a weakness. Right. But the way they play, they don't necessarily just need it. They can just kind of beat you inside. They can defend. Uh, they score mid-range. Uh, they have capable outside shooters, but they you just want to say they have great shooters. Uh, they, they're just uh, going to be a tough out for anybody. So as the season winds down here with a week, we can have to go. Um, they're right in the mix possibly win that championship absolutely and with that win team chosen uh they improved to three and three and the bulls will fall uh to four and three there uh the next game was pay-per-view versus the uh the agents the agents were able to get their first win of the season uh winning 60 to 58 a very low scoring hideous game uh i must say i thought the first half was you know kind of slow but the second half pretty much did the same thing and uh, and pay per view just wasn't able to get the job done. Uh, we scored in the game. That was listen, y'all, sixty to fifty eight in overtime. That's gross. Yeah. That's yeah. that's pretty gross. Uh, we were only able to get one point in that one single point in that overtime. Started the overtime off with a turnover, uh, and we just could not uh, get it going. And that's been the that's been the the story of our season. I mean, shooting. Four for twenty-three from the three-point line, which is seventeen percent, forty percent from the field. Uh, the agents didn't do much better, but the um, heck, they were able to get the job done. They actually shot worse from both uh, and the free throw line, and was still able to somehow win the game. Uh, the turnovers. I mean, we won the turnover battle. Um, the foul count was even. Um, yeah, they out rebounded us by five. Yeah. Uh, we won the assist battle. We got oh, they got more steals, obviously. Oh, they got yeah, they got eight steals. So they they technically got the yeah. Well, you can't say they I I can't say they won the turnover battle because they didn't. But they got more steals than us. They made I guess they scored more points off of turnovers, 
and we just weren't unable um, to 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 pull it off. And the thing that was the most frustrating about the game was that we never felt like we were going to lose, but the sense of urgency never sparked. And um, we just struggled, man. I mean, you beat a team by 20, almost 30 plus points uh, the first time you play them again, and then you lose to them. It's just unacceptable. So uh, I think that was a big blow for us, and that, that carried over to the next night. Yeah, you guys, uh, unfortunately, you guys just can never just get like, you know, like uh, usually, like you said, you're playing a bad team. I've coached it, I played it where you like, you never feel like you're going to lose, but you always wait for, okay, here comes that 10 0 run, 12 0 run that like puts the game away and you don't have to worry about it anymore. Yeah. And you guys could never administer that, 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 that run. Um, like you said, you might make a little four run, six run, and then they come down and make a three. Exactly. Like, you know, it, it just it just never kind of materialized out. And shout out to the agents because I'm going to give the agents some credit. They could have, they've struggled to see them. Um, and slowly but surely, they've just been plugging away, plugging away, plugging away, plugging away till they finally were able to get a game where they just – then where they continue to plug away and they keep on working to where they got over the hump. Yeah. And uh, I just remember them getting that, honestly, yeah, two-point lead in overtime. And I remember thinking, like, I think they're going to pull this off. Right. <laughs> I just remember thinking, like, they were going to pull it. I just never felt like, I kind of felt like you, like, you know, you guys weren't playing well, uh, but you'll find a way to win the game. You'll find a way to win the game. And I was waiting for that. That 10-0 run from you guys, that 12-0 run. Because that's what usually happens today. They used to stick in games, and then whoever they're playing goes on a 10-0 run, goes on a 12-0 run, and then the game's over. Yeah. Um, and that, that run just never came. So uh, maybe they're learning something, or maybe you guys played that bad. Uh, probably it's a mixture of both. Yeah, I, say uh, mix, I say definitely a mixture of both. Yeah, and, and I just, to, to them, just shout out to them for keep plugging away, and then finally kind of getting over the hump. Yeah, I don't know what to even make of that loss, honestly, because it's like we – they didn't – the ages, to be honest, the ages didn't want to win the game. They really didn't. Like, it didn't seem like they, you know, like, oh, man, they just wanted it more. I don't even know that. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, we just played – we play, we just look like a bad team out there. I can't even yeah. say we played bad. I just say we look like a bad team. We look like a, we look like the worst team out there in the, in the whole league. Anyway, um – so the next night, the Thursday night game, we had Team Chosen versus Pay-Per-View. Like I said, that we were the final game of the Wednesday night game, and that literally carried over to the next Ultimate Hoops game that we had. Um, and we just we got blown off the floor. The, the, the final score doesn't really indicate how the game went. It was over pretty fast. Um, Team Chosen was able to get the win, 73-59. to And we just looked like a team that was just frustrated. I mean... Had we had we had RJ this game, had we had him against the agents, maybe things might have been a little different. Uh, but in this game, he definitely helped. But we just weren't we just weren't good enough. Uh, we didn't get enough quality shots. Um, too much arguing on the on on the floor on our part. We yelling at each other. We're turning the ball over. I had you know I had quite a few turnovers. Um, Jeff had some turnovers. Miles had some turnovers. We missed some open shots. Um, RJ had some turnovers. It was just bad. It was just bad basketball. And when you turn the ball over like that against a good team like Team Chosen, they're gonna make you pay because they can run, 
They can hit uh, shots in transition, and they can get up on you. And once they get confidence, they're 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 going to be a problem to deal with. And this game didn't look anything like the first time we played them, where it came down to the wire. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, man, you guys just he just didn't have it. I think it was a hangover from the day before. Uh, uh-huh. I think if y'all find a way to pull out that game, you guys probably would play a lot better on, on Thursday. And I think you guys stinking on Wednesday, it just carried over to Thursday, and you guys never really kind of got get, could get going again, unfortunately. And it, it, it's sad because, you know, I expected a, a close game, actually. I think I had been kind of close. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think I still had picked team chosen to beat you, but I still kind of had it uh, close. And uh, like I said, I think it was just a carryover. And, like, frustrations build, build up, and, you know, um, when you kind of start going at it with teammates, uh, and you kind of don't see each other in the best light and during those times, it's hard to kind of get out of that funk, especially in our league because it's a running clock, you know, and we don't have a coach out there that can call timeout and kind of get the, the settled ship a little bit. Mm-hmm. And, and so it's very dependent on the players. Uh, and if the players don't have the right mindset already, it's just hard to kind of get everybody to refocus. The good thing about our league is, though, uh, you get a whole week to kind of you know, rejuvenate. Like I say, it's not like you're going to play. Unfortunately, in this situation, you got to play the back-to-back. <laughs> yeah, we did. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but in most situations, we're usually taking a week. You get an opportunity to rejuvenate and then come back the next week. But like I say, y'all didn't have that, that, that week to rejuvenate and going into playing another good team, and it showed up on the floor. You guys just never had a shot from the start. Yeah, we didn't, clearly. All right, and then the final game of the night, Boot Gang versus the Bullets. Uh, Boot Gang was able to get the victory and once again claimed the number two seed that was for the number two seed right there that game uh that would have locked it up um so they get they steal it over the bullets once again so the bullets find themselves in the same predicament they were last season um on the same side of the bracket as uh as squad one which they probably didn't want they probably wanted to get a matchup where they could possibly meet them in the final but um if they want to win the championship they're going to have to deal with them early um boot gang on the other hand took care of business and was able to lock up the number two seed so they're going to be matched up uh with likely the winner of the would it be four five yeah yeah likely the winner four five um that's tough man that's tough uh because i don't think the bullets the bullets uh the bullets have played bad they've played bad uh they've lost what four in a row uh or at least three out of the last three out of the last four Three out of the last yeah. four. Um they yeah, they have lost three of the last four. Uh I don't think I mean the Bullets have been they play bad, but I don't think they're gonna lose their playoff matchup because I think they would be Oh, we still don't know though, huh? Yeah, it depends on what team chosen does. So Yeah, we don't know yet. We still don't know. Yeah, because they could end up getting us or they could possibly get the agents. So, yeah, it kind of depends on what happens with this matchup between Team Chosen and Squad 1. So, yeah. uh, it's a big game for Team Chosen still because uh, they could they could either play the agents or they could end up playing y'all. Yeah. So, and the grand, I think they're confident against both. I think they feel like they'll beat both of you guys. But at the end of the day, you never know. Still got to play the game. The main <laughs> thing about this is is it depends going to decide who you play in the second round, whether it be boot gang or... Uh, squad one, which are also, regardless, are probably two teams that you 
there's a good chance you'll lose to anyway too. So right. I mean, it, it's it's a lot lot can happen. Uh, regardless, I, I think you know you used to have that moniker about the same old bullets, but and that moniker kind of got erased last season. Mm-hmm. But we see a very bullets like finish to this season as last season when they're kind of stumbling into the playoffs. Yeah. It's funny you. It's funny you say that, Sean, because that's the title of the power rankings. The uh, the not not the same old bullets. Bullets, calm down, <laughs> calm down. No, I actually put um, I put team chosen, eyes the number three seed, and uh, I put uh, the bullets and uh, and pay per view back into the postseason. That's actually what I put. Yeah, and, and yeah, they're stumbling in. And unfortunately, stumbling in, losing two boot gang and a matchup that I think we had them winning. Yeah. Uh, and so whatever it is with boot gang and the bullets, I, I don't know what it is, but they just kind of tend to get their numbers, especially towards the end of the season. And, and trust me, guys, when I make the schedule, I don't make the schedule like the it is on on purpose. Like, it, the schedule kind of just works out the way it works out sometimes. Mm-hmm. And and it just happened to be that you know guys end up playing boot gang and in a must-win game to solidify that number two seed. The, the seating always works out with teams that need to play each other end up playing each other yeah. <laughs> some kind of way. Sound uh, you're a wizard, like, man. You're a wizard. I don't do that on purpose. It's not like <laughs> I'm, I'm making a schedule week by week. It just ends up happening the way it happens. Um, and, yeah, they just uh, blew opportunity where they could have locked up that two seed and up losing it. Now they keep playing in the third or fourth seed. Um, so we'll see. Uh, either way, I they got to – either way, they're likely going to – Match up between squad one and uh, – team chosen though yeah i was gonna say either way they're gonna have to see him yeah yeah so again we'll see yeah all right um we didn't really talk about this game was there really anything to talk about besides uh devere hitting everything well yeah we gotta give a shout out to devere just on some fact that like look uh you know i i i i poke little shots at the boot gang all the time about you know um the things they do and things they don't do uh, but look, man, at the end of the day, in a must-win game against a very good team, the Bullets, he came out as a man on a mission. Yeah, I think, you know, this is his team. And what gets kind of lost uh, because he has added very good players um, is that DeVere can play. <laughs> yeah, he can. Yeah, you know, so we kind of forget the fact that he's a pretty good player, uh, him and Mudge. You know, I think they decided to take secondary roles and sacrifice maybe some of their numbers to try to get a championship. And, and when you put them in positions where they have to be uh, lead guys again, they're very capable. And, I mean, he just showed that him and Mudge, they just showed that they're very capable lead guys still. And, um, I mean, both of them, they played the tail off. And, like I said, especially early in the game, they missed nothing, like, in the first half. It was just everything was dropping in the first half. And they was able to kind of close the bullets out at the end. So, uh, uh, if the Bulls have one saving grace in all this is these games have been, well, the game against Team Chosen wasn't necessarily close, uh, but the games that they lose are all are coming down to the wire usually. Um, but again, they're not playing well, so like the Bulls got to find a way to get their mojo back more than anything else. But shout out to Boot Gang for Allen Business. Yeah. And I think uh, the Bullets are actually squad one fans right now uh, in terms of uh, what they want that first round matchup to be? I know you say they don't mind playing us, but I'm pretty sure they'd rather play the agent just so they can get their confidence back. Yeah, <laughs> just right. you know, just for just for that purpose. Okay, uh, let's move on to our next topic.
All right, time for our player of the week. Uh, week seven, it goes to none other than Caldell uh, Squeak Johnson. Uh, Squeak got it done, 22-5-5. Five five. Uh, I think he finished with 27 uh, power, uh, PPR. Uh, fantastic game. He shot the ball well. He, he hit, hit his threes, made his free throws. Um, Squeak, you know, this is, I wanted to talk about this. This was on my mind earlier. Uh, Squeak's got the young boys playing well. He's got the young boys playing very, very well. But, Sean, do you remember week one? He was – wasn't he with the Bullets? Yeah. He was with the Bullets. I think they got their ass kicked the first game uh, to the Bullets. Yeah. And then we were like, dang, Squeak left this team to, to, to go to this? <laughs> right. And then now they've – quiet as kept, rolled off four wins in a row. Yeah. They, they look good. They look really good. So – I mean, the team they had, uh, we kind of was right. But the team that, you know, that Squeak had in his vision that he's put together, this team is different. They they are looking better and better every week. They're getting more and more confident every week. Uh, the guys believe in each other. This is, a like I said, I, I believe this team is, in ultimate hoops terms, this is like the Memphis Grizzlies. Like, these guys don't know any better, but they're just dumb enough just uh, uh, to... to be good and be like, hey, I don't. We don't know that we're not supposed to be here. Right. I think Shannon Sharp said that one time. Uh, they don't. They don't know that they're not supposed to be here. So they are uh, one of the best teams in this league, and and they've put the league on notice. They, everybody better be careful because Squeak got them boys playing real good. And Squeak, I don't know if you guys know this. Some people don't know this. Squeak played in the NBA, and uh, he can still go. Whenever, yeah. just all you gotta do is start. You start chirping to him. It's a wrap. And his thing too, like as good a player that he is, and like I said, as an ex NBA guy, was probably the, the thing that's really kind of getting him over right now is the coach squeak. Yes, the coaching uh, that squeak is really putting these guys in a position to win games. Uh, I mean, even against y'all, they came in with a game plan. Uh, like every time Miles got the ball, they were sending a double team at him. And uh, Miles didn't necessarily make the correct adjustment. Not just Miles, you guys in general. Like the, the paper, you just didn't make the, the necessary adjustments to what they were doing to you guys defensively. And that led to kind of the book whooping you guys got. Um, and then, like, I'm pretty sure that had a lot to do with Squeak. He, he's being coach Squeak over there. A lot mm-hmm. of times, he's thinking about it. We, I don't know if guys have noticed. Squeak isn't starting the games. No, he doesn't. He's literally sitting over there. And he's like a computer. He's sitting over there, taking all this stuff in, seeing what you guys are doing. And then it's like he always ends up calling an early timeout. And then all of a sudden they have like a defensive game plan that they're doing all of a sudden. And then he comes in the game. Yep. Like it, it's, it's been happening like that. And like, I don't mean that granted, that might be a, a game plan that I'm getting away from. I don't know. I doubt it. But he, he, again, like he literally is not starting a game and he's just peeping what you guys are doing. And then all of a sudden, they always end up calling an early timeout in the first quarter. And we're all like, why are they calling timeout so early? And then all of a sudden, they have this defensive game planning game. Guys are struggling to score against those guys. And, and just, they're right now, they're the best defensive team in the league. And just um, like and then, just like that, they'll have a lead. Right. <laughs> and they just like that, they have a lead. Then they go into halftime. Like the last two weeks, against two pretty good offensive teams. Uh, like I said, they uh, the Bullets scored 27 against them in the first and second half. Like, completely shut them down. Yep. Then you guys scored 28 against them in the second half. 
I believe you shut you guys down. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it, it's just that they're just they're hard to score against. And like I said, a lot of it has to do with Squeak. Not necessarily that he's the um, uh, the UAB Squeak where he's getting all these steals and, and defensive player of the year conference. It's what he's doing on the sideline as well. Uh, he's just really coaching these guys up and really got these guys playing at a high level. So shout out to Squeak for being player of the week, but also <laughs> like he also may be coach of the year right now. <laughs> <laughs> he might be. Eat your heart out, Larry Senior. <laughs> all right, let's move on to our next topic. All right, time for our power rankings and predictions. Um, let's start from the bottom to the top. Uh, at number six, I have pay-per-view, my team. Um, even though we have a better record than the agents, uh, with the agents beating us and us dropping our last two games in embarrassing fashion, I have us last. Uh, I have the agents at the fifth seed. They're coming into the playoffs with a win. Uh, so, you know, they got a little confidence. That's good for them. Uh, the Bullets, I have them fourth uh, at, at four and four. They've now dropped uh, quite a few in a row. Uh, I got Boot Gang at number three. I think, uh, you know, them finishing the season on a winning note is good, but not a, not good enough to be number two because the team I have at number two, uh, Team Chosen, has now won four in a row. They're the second hottest team in the league. And then at number one, I have Squad One, uh, who's still unblemished. Uh, what you guys? I have a feeling we're going to be in a, in agreement on this one. Yeah, it's going to be pretty close. Uh, <laughs> I don't go ahead and drop y'all. y'all I didn't want to make y'all sixth place all year. <laughs> <laughs> That's the only one you care about, huh? You don't care about the rest of them. I'm trying to pay for man. But yeah, I'm going to have y'all six. I think y'all, y'all had a brutal week, man. Um, and it's not cause that just because y'all lost to the agents. It's 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 how y'all it's y'all lost to the agents and y'all just got y'all didn't show much fight against Team Chosen. Yeah. Uh, so y'all just going in the wrong direction. Um, and that that's more so why I'm putting you guys at six because like I said, you guys just the lack of fight you guys showed against Team Chosen. Yes, you took the bad loss to the agents, but against two point loss happens, you know. But just you not having fight, not not showing much, much of anything. Uh, you just wilted the way you did. Uh, yeah, agents. Uh, I mean, pay per view. You go at six. Agents uh, showed a lot of fight, uh, perseverance. Like I said, been plugging and plugging and plugging and plugging and plugging, and finally kind of got over the hump. So uh, definitely them. They'll be a fifth. Yeah, man. Uh, bullets. I mean, not good right now. Um, they've lost three in a row, actually. I just looked at it because they they beat yeah. uh they beat Boot Gang, yeah. After that loss to Squad One, yeah. And so yeah, just Bull is not not very good right now. Uh, and they they could really be backing into the season right now. So like I said, for them that started off three and zero, they just never ever, ever since they lost the, the two point game to Squad One, they just haven't been right since then. Mm-hmm. So, uh, but, but saying all that to say though. They are still very entertaining. They don't have too many bad games. They don't. Uh, so I put them at four. Um, well, boot gang at three. Boot gang at three. Um, so we do agree. Yeah, and we'll boot gang at three. Uh, 
just they they have uh, like I said they 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 have shown up even though they're the two seed right now they they their level of perseverance I just think they have a level of perseverance but I'm say Team Chosen just looked more impressive recently mm-hmm. than Bukang four in a row. Uh, uh, so I'm, I'm gonna give them the, the edge, uh, uh, just the power rankings. Obviously not in the seating, yeah. But in the power ranking, ranking, um, I'm gonna definitely go uh, team chosen two, boot gang three, and obviously squad one. Even with them having a week off, they still tower over the league. They're still the talk of the league with a week off. Uh, and like I said, this week will be a, a real with the hottest team possibly in team chosen. Playing in squad one this week, uh, it'll definitely be a, a telltale of what's to come going mm-hmm. forward. Mm-hmm. Two hottest teams in the league, but facing off. Yep, absolutely. Okay, speaking of uh, our predictions, week eight predictions, um, we got team chosen versus squad one. Um, I got the line set at six and a half, over under at one seventy five with combined points per game. Um, Sean, who wins this game? <laughs> Am I gonna do it? You're not, gonna, gonna, do it. You're not gonna do it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm not gonna do it, man. Squad one, uh, like I said, they haven't given me any reason to think they're gonna lose. I mean, I, but like, I, I, I will say this though you keep playing with fire. Mm hmm. You'll eventually get burned. They better bring so their squad. Think, yeah, so if this is a close game, I wouldn't be surprised if Team Chosen pulled it out. But like I said, I don't think you like like don't get me wrong. Squad one's battle tested. They just seem like they can't lose. But like I said, you keep playing with fire, you eventually get burned. So, but I think it's not going to be a come down to the wire and be a close game because I think they they maybe they're starting to get that now. Uh, but I'm going to give them an 86-78 um, squad one. Okay, so they will cover. Yeah. All right. Um, I'm also going to go with squad one. I think with um, you got the highest scoring team in the league, and then you got the team, the best defensive team in the league going against each other. I'm going to lean towards defense, but I still think uh, I still think squad one is going to get the win. So I'm going to say 75 to 70. And they will not cover. All right. So uh, let's move on to our next topic. All right. Time for our favorite segment in the news. Uh, We're going to start with sports. We got the NBA finals. Uh, That's going to be a, you know, a running topic for us until that ends. Um, So the series is tied 1-1. We got ourselves a series. Um, Right now, currently, it looks like uh, this is going to be an unpredictable season. I mean, an unpredictable series because you're looking at uh, Golden State. They blew a game. They blew game one. They probably should be up 2-0. And then game two, they were in complete control. So it's kind of the same thing, except this time they they didn't falter this time. Um, What are your takeaways from the series so far uh, besides – the fact that uh, Boston looks like it's in a bad matchup. To, to me, it looks like that's the way it looks. It looks like they're in a bad matchup. Well, I, I'll give you this. This is what I'm going to say about Boston and this whole series. Every series besides the, the series with Brooklyn, Boston 
has gone out the first two games and it's been one one. Mm-hmm. They did it against the Milwaukee Bucks, who were the defending champs. They did it against the uh, the Heat, uh, who people kind of had as the favorites to make it to the finals after they beat uh, Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. So, considering that, I just think that Udoka has been very good at making adjustments. So, I will say game to game, they have been, I don't think they've lost two games in a row. Playoffs. Yeah, they're undefeated uh, coming off a, of a loss. Yeah, so which shows that's usually signs of a good coach. Uh, and he's able to go out there and make adjustments. So if that's the case, I would say that it will play out that way. Now, granted, Golden State's very good. Yeah, I would say they are. <laughs> they're very good. Uh, and they're going to be a tough matchup. And one of the most impressive things about Golden State is they're deep. Like, they literally played nine, ten players. You know, they tried to play under the dollar the other night, and I was just like, what the hell are you doing? <laughs> uh, and you kind of forget that they had Gary Payton third. Who was, get, who had, was getting a lot of burn. And, and um, what's the other guy? Um, the uh, Otto Porter. And yeah. they got Otto Porter. Like, they have a lot. He also looks like Will Chambers, the legitimate son, by the way. Not he is, but he looks like a lot like him. There's uh, rumors. There's rumors that he is. <laughs> <laughs> uh, like, so they have all these guys that, like, you kind of forget that. Oh God, you, you're so concerned with Jordan Poole and uh, some of the other guys they bring off the bench. That you forget, like, they have those three guys there as well. You know, um, and so they're a deep team. But like I said, the Celtics have shown to be a team that's made adjustments. They lose, and they lose bad, like they did the other night. Mm-hmm. I, I saw Miami destroy them. A couple they of almost times. got beat like that in game one. Yeah, like, you know what I'm saying? Uh, and I also saw uh, when what's that was going out there, Giannis was going out there scoring 44 on them and, and destroying them. <laughs> and then they'll go back and beat them the next game. So game three is going to be intriguing. I want to see if Udoka still has the magic. Um where he can go out there, he can make some adjustments, change some things up, and they can figure out a way to win. Um, and he already made some adjustments from game one. Look, game one, they kind of shut down Jason Tatum. and But, lucky for them, Horford and the other guy, what's the uh, little light skin cat, uh, the guy from Spurs? Uh, uh, Derek White. Derek White, yeah. Derek White, they, were, they weren't missing. So they end up beating. I think they caught the, the Warriors off guard. Uh, in the second game, obviously, Majestic was made where they were getting Tatum the ball in spots where I think he was more comfortable and he was able to knock down some shots. Uh, so they kind of like they fixed that part of it, but Al Horford had two, Mark Smart had like four, and, and, and Derek White. Derek White played the game, but he didn't have a 20 some point game again. Yeah, he had like 12. Um, <laughs> Al Horford was absolutely god awful. <laughs> and he was out there. He was still out there fouling. He was out there missing shots. He couldn't even. Yeah, he, he had Steph Curry in the post and couldn't do nothing with him. I was like, Al, come on, dog. Like he looked, he looked terrible, dog. He looked terrible. And then Marcus Smart. What I tell you about Marcus Smart? They got to be careful with that guy because he's gonna be the reason why Boston loses this series. Because he's trying to be the man, turning the ball over, trying to be a facilitator, bro. You are a defensive stopper. That's it. I don't even know if you're that anymore because Steph Curry has been lighting you up. So, yeah. I don't know, dog. 
And I don't know. Like Marcus Smart's value, did you, you saw what happened? They benched him. They benched yeah. him. And then they and then they they came back. They were getting smashed. The Celtics were getting smashed, and they benched Marcus Smart and they came back and blew the uh and, and blew the Warriors out. Then this game, they play Marcus Smart the majority of the game. They get blown out. Marcus Smart's plus minus has got to be the worst in this series. He is the reason. He is the sole reason why the Celtics are losing. And I don't know. I don't know, you Doka man. You might have to make a tough decision. You might be like, "Hey, bro, we trying to win." I don't know. What, I don't know if you trying to win, but we trying to win. We got to, we got to well, sit him down. Well, who's the replacement though? That's it don't matter. It don't matter because he's not the the person that's in is not going to be taking ill advised shots. They're not going to be turning the ball over. So that's the replacement. Production. <laughs> So yeah. you gotta do. I'm sorry. You gotta do. You gotta do away with Marcus Smart. You have to. Y- y'all not. Fin- you're not gonna let. I'm not gonna let him cost me the series. You can't, you can't get rid of the defensive player of the year. Man, I don't give a damn about that. We trying to win. <laughs> we try to win. He's killing them. Like, how can you say that you're the defensive player of the year and you're allowing Steph Curry to average more points than he is in the regular season? You're supposed to drop his average. Well, I think. Well, some of that too is like. Uh, I think Gold State's done a good job of. Uh, and, and in game two, at least I didn't see all game one, but I definitely saw game two. They didn't do a good job of uh, off screens. Like Draymond said, that screen and some of those are illegal screens. Oh my god, all of them were. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of Al Horford fouling, boy, Draymond was fouling too. <laughs> the whole game, man, Draymond was ridiculous. He was out of control. <laughs> I can't believe he got away with the stuff he was yeah. getting away with. Yeah. He, he, He's setting screens, and like I said, and like, you know, as a Rockets fan, I can attest to this. You know, he, he's setting the screens, and he's taking out two or three guys at a time sometimes because he's grabbing people or he's throwing hits at them. He was fouling. Like he and was... so a lot of times where Steph is coming off that high screen roll, and he's coming off butt naked free because Draymond is taking the bounds. He's taking Marcus Smart out. He's taking his defender out, too, by doing illegal stuff. And so when he's coming off the screen, they don't have a guy that it's almost like they're dropping in coverage instead of closing out or, or trapping off the screen. So you can't leave Cal Steph Curry come off the screen open. You know, yeah. it just it can't happen. And that's what's happening a lot of times. Uh, and that's why he's getting a lot of those open looks. So I give him I that, mean, but Curry's not a, Curry's not being efficient. His shooting is still not efficient. Even with those illegal screens, he's still not shooting efficiently, but it's enough to to uh to where Marcus Smart ain't doing his job. Marcus Smart is not doing his job. You can make the you can make the argument that yeah, Steph Curry's benefiting from some Draymond illegal screens and you know, he's scoring when Marcus Smart isn't matched up on him. But Marcus Smart, when Marcus Smart is matched up on him, he's getting beat off the dribble consistently. Consistently. Even when he's not scoring, he's not getting Steph Curry off the ball. Well, you do have to realize that Steph Curry, though. He can play a little bit. I'm so. saying, though, you got to at least make it tough or you're the defensive player of the year or you're not. <laughs> I mean, my God, dog. Like, he's cooking him. Like, he's not even making it hard. Steph Curry's looking at him like, man, I'm not worried about you at all. <laughs> like, <laughs> am I lying, hey. Sean? <laughs> you hell, <hear him>, man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, dog. He's looking at him like he's not worried about him. You hell, man. No, I mean... And look, I, I'm not, I'm not against what you're saying because I mean, hey, it, it is what it is, you know. And he has to play better. Uh, yeah. But with that being said, I mean, it, it is Steph Curry. It's not, it's not an easy, it's not, it's not an easy cover. It's just not. Um, 
not being an easy cover, though. I will say this. Adjustments need to be made. They need to find ways to probably trap and make you feel cool. At the end of the day, I was, if, if Draymond said the screen, me personally, and Grand I'm not an NBA coach. I have coached and I've been around the game since I've been six years old. So I, I am slightly knowledgeable. But I, I will say this. If, if, if Seth Curry is handling the ball, and Draymond's the guy setting the screen. I'm trapping it every time. I make him give Draymond and make Draymond make a decision. Please. You know what I'm saying? Because I mean, he he hasn't shot the ball well. He doesn't finish well. The only thing he does well is pass the ball, which could be a problem because he can catch it, get downhill, and hope and maybe make a good pass to somebody. Uh, but I'm gonna live with that. Then have Steph Curry come off the screen, but Nicky, or you gotta switch up the coverages every once in a while, trap it twice, then on the third time not trap it, something. Yeah, uh, but. It is you can't either way it goes. Steph Curry can't come off the screen free, and they can. Sometimes they're going under the screen. Yeah, I'm like, what the hell y'all doing? Definitely can't do that because no, he'll pull it from thirty. Right. I don't care how far out he is. You don't go under the screen. You have to fight over the screen, no matter what, or switch, or show something. Yeah, it's just they they're gonna have. We'll see. We'll see what they do. Um, But again, no, he he's shown to be able to make good adjustments throughout, so I expect to see what adjustments he's going to make. That's the exciting part of Game 3 for me, just kind of see the adjustments he's going to make. Hey, Udoka, you want my advice? Don't play Marcus Smart. <laughs> okay. But hey, who the heck am I? Alright, uh, let's move on to the NFL. Uh, Aaron Donald signs a... Uh, I, I, th- I don't think he got an extension. I think they just gave him a raise. So he's going to be making... Uh, $31 million a year for the next three years. So I think it c- comes out to 90-something, 90 $93 million. Um, the, He's the highest-paid player, first player in NFL history to, to receive $30 million a year. That's not a quarterback. Um, it's well-deserved. Uh, if there's anybody I'm going to give it to, it's Aaron Donald, arguably the best player, not even by position, in football. So I'm good with it. I think the Rams made a great decision. Um Heck, he's a legend, bro. He's already got over 100 sacks in, what, eight seasons? He's now? Yeah, he's over 100. He's got more sacks than J.J. Watt does. And J.J. Watt played, what, 11 well, years? missed about four, four seasons worth of games. So, so, I don't care. He's played, uh, he's played more. They played less games, too. That's why I was surprised to hear that Aaron Donald had 100 because 100 is hard to get to for as a pass rusher. Yeah, he's not even a defensive end. He's a, he's a, he's a tackle. He's a tackle, not to mention he... He gets double and triple. Like, they just, defensive alignment just get hurt a lot. Uh, so, like, they, especially, this is why people like J.J. White get hurt a lot because because of you get double and triple team. You're not usually what's not, you get hurt with one-on-one coverage. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And at the defensive tackle, you have two or three people on you all the time. So, uh, what he's doing is is, is pretty amazing. That's, if he has 100 sacks, that, that's, that's damn sure a pretty amazing so I didn't realize he had 100 sacks already. Yeah, he's already has, he already has more than uh, JJ, I believe, if I'm not mistaken. Don't quote me on that. I'll, I'll look it up as we go. Um, let's move on to music. Um, so I did finish listening to Sean Paul's album. I listened to it about four times. Uh, it is a classic. I am not ready to say it's better than his first one. Right. But I put it right there at number two. Uh, he has some He has some hits, man. It's a. Uh, I mean, I just, I just like it. I, I liked 
I like the first uh the first track because the first one was like an interlude, but the first track that he actually had, the one we listened to when we was right. at uh we was at Champions, <laughs> that was that one was hidden. That was definitely hidden. But uh but I like it though. I thought the features was good. The song he had with um oh, what's the what's the dude's name? Oh now you're gonna make me pull up the music page. Um he's in those commercials too. I can't think of his name right now. Hold on, I'm pulling it up. Oh wait, that's zero, which I did not listen to. Um Ty Dollar Sign, there we go. All yeah, right, the only the OnlyFans song. Yeah, I like that one. I thought Earthquake. I like Earthquake a lot. Um, the song he did with Gwen Stefani, Light My Fire, that one was good. Um, Good Day, I like Good Day, but man, I'm glad I didn't just, I'm glad I didn't just jam that at school, because, uh, <laughs> I'm thinking of, I'm thinking, oh, Good Day, that seems like a song, I, but then, then again, when you look at it, it has an E next to it, so I probably shouldn't have known right there, but it was like, uh, as soon as I put the song on, I was like, it's a good effing day. I said, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> I said, oh, I did, I did not expect that. Because <laughs> you know how when they list a song, they don't be putting all the words in there, even if it's a curse word, especially if it's a curse word. But, uh, right. yeah, man, that caught me off guard. I was like, but I, but I did like the song, though. Uh, other than that, yeah, man, uh, I like Wine Up, Earthquake, OnlyFans, uh, Bouncing, Light My Fire. Uh, he had some jams, man. I liked it. It was a good. It was a good album. I give it. I give it a nine. Oh wow! Yeah, I give it a nine out of ten. Oh wow! So I've heard the first three tracks, and so yeah, they were pretty good. I wanted to give it a nine, but yeah, I'm at you. Make me want to go listen to the rest of the album now. Yeah, so. it's good. Like all the way through, it's good. I like it. Okay. I don't. I didn't. I didn't hear any songs that I would skip. Wow. Okay. But yeah, I would definitely have to give it a, a full on try. Uh, like I said, I got through the first three songs. I actually liked it. I actually liked the the um, track you said with Todd Dollar Sign. So mm-hmm. I, I would definitely give give the rest of a try though. Yeah, okay, I might do that tonight as I go. To, well, you can't you can't go to sleep to listen to that. Nah, you are gonna be up. <laughs> you gonna yeah, be up. I probably need to stand in the morning on the way to the gym. Yeah, good idea. Okay, um, <laughs> now so there's gonna so I'm coming soon. Um, I'm gonna give you three names. These are albums that are coming out this summer. I want to. I want you to tell me which one of these three are you gonna listen to first and why. If you listen to them at all, Lizzo, Kevin Gates, or Madonna. Which one of those are you gonna listen to first? <laughs> <laughs> Truth be told, no lie. I would probably check out the Gates first, no doubt. Yeah. But Loki, I think I'll listen to Madonna. We're, I think we're in agreement there. <laughs> but I'd actually go Madonna first. I'd go Madonna, uh, Kevin Gates, then Lizzo. <laughs> and, and the truth be told, I want to say, I want to say Madonna first. <laughs> 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 but the hip-hop in me would, would, wouldn't let me say it. But truth be told, like, the Madonna album, like, I, I'm a, I'm, I'm a low-key fan of Madonna. And this why I'm a low-key fan of Madonna. Right. Well, first off, she she has some great records, right? From she does. In the eighties and throughout the nineties, throughout the eighties and nineties, she has some awesome records. Mm-hmm. First off. Secondly, I don't know necessarily what great talent she has, but she has great music. <laughs> exactly. That, that that's that's pretty impressive when you think about. So if I say, "Hey, Michael Jackson," 
I can tell you that Michael Jackson could fuck. I mean, sorry. I can tell you that Michael Jackson could sing. I can tell you they could dance. I can tell you they does. You know, it's a lot of different things I can tell you he does well. I can tell you the same thing about Prince. I can tell you that about Elvis. I can tell you that about James Brown. And now, currently, Chris Brown, whoever. I can tell you, like, man, they are great singers. They can dance. They can do this. They can do that. They can do. I can find something about them that makes them great, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, Beyonce, I can tell you things she does great. I can tell you things that Janet Jackson does great. I can't tell you anything that Madonna does great. <laughs> I can't either. I can't either. But she has great music, so that's pretty impressive. She's not out singing anybody. She's not out dancing anybody. But hey, her, her she makes good songs, so. I mean that that's pretty impressive when you're you're when you match your talent up against your peers. Your talent is probably not the same, but you're better than your peers. Yeah, that's, that's pretty impressive. I didn't know I didn't know she was still making music. Uh, she had something in 2018, actually. Yeah, I had no she idea. Still drop some stuff out here and there, and you got to be a true Madonna fan to probably listen to it. Just like you got to be a true Craig David fan to listen to it. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> come on, chill, 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 chill. <laughs> hey, but uh, I ain't gonna lie, man. I didn't know, like, you know, the first time I saw Madonna was actually Dick Tracy. And I really? didn't know, and I didn't know that was her at first. I was like, is that Madonna? I was like, yeah, I'm not sure. And I never really did my research on that, but that actually was Madonna and Dick Tracy. Yeah. Yeah, that's her. She's yeah. in that. She's in a couple movies uh, around that time. Uh, I'm actually looking at her filmography right now. Yeah. I think she was originally supposed to be in The Godfather 3. But they said they gave the role to like a younger uh, girl at the time. But yeah, she's been in a couple movies. I think it's part of the, the mystique too. I think because she, uh, her look, her fashion sense, mm-hmm. uh, her being able to kind of change her, uh, what do you call it, reinvent herself. So a lot of that has to do with the reason why she's she was so popular at the time too. Uh, but now, nah, like I said, Madonna, is, is, you know, guys, and like I said, this is a male-dominated podcast. But if you go to like a Madonna's Greatest Hits, I'm sure you're going to find at least five songs on that Greatest Hits. You're like, man, it's kind of jamming. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't got to tell me. No lie. That's not the most manly thing to do. But I'm telling you, go to like a Madonna's Greatest Hits, and I'm telling you, you're going to find at least five songs on that. You're like, hey, man, it's all right. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Sean, I'm going to ask you a question. Guess how much Madonna's worth, her net worth is? She's a rich woman. Oh, yeah. I'd say. Try eight hundred eight hundred and fifty million dollars. Wow, I don't estimate. That. I was gonna say around six something, but then Jesus Christ, so she's almost a billionaire. Yeah, and she's still making music. And she's still making music. She doesn't have to. Yeah, eight hundred fifty million dollars network. You don't have to do anything. You don't. I think you. I think you're good. I think you're set. So yeah, I, I mean Rihanna still makes more money, but you know that's still impressive though, especially for someone uh, with as Madonna as accomplished as Madonna. So that answers your question. Basically, Lizzo, we we not we not rock with you like that. I'm just gonna tell you the truth. <laughs> I, like, I, I just had to take a shot at it on the way out. Um, so uh, TV and movies, I got nothing, Sean. Um, I got nothing, man. I, I know the Jurassic Park movies coming out. Yeah, is it this Friday? Talk about Jurassic Park. Top Gun did really well in the theaters uh, during Memorial Day weekend. Um, yeah, it's it's not anything. I, I and you guys may know if y'all know something, y'all y'all send me a text or, or or whatever and let me know something that came out that I'm not that I'm unaware of. But yeah, I can't think of anything in TV and movies right now that's uh 
Well, I mean, if I dug close, I could, but yeah, it's nothing that if I had to dig that much for it, then yeah, it's it's not as popping as it probably should be. Right, and remember we did mention about the the uh, Buzz Lightyear movie coming out. That's I think that's coming out this weekend as well. But other than that, uh, I, I did see a movie on HBO Max called uh, Counting Cards in the the coming soon this summer that I that's piqued my interest. I might have to check that trailer out. But other than that, I, I got nothing. Yeah. Okay, episode 163 in the books. Uh, we're going to finish up the season, a uh, regular season. Wednesday night, we got Team Chosen uh, versus a very hot uh, squad one, scorching hot. We're going to see which team, uh, you know, will finish the season on a, on a, on a winning note. And other than that, uh, live from uh, via cell phone, I'm Johnny Gill with Sean Ellis. We are out. All right.